and welcome to the Combinations podcast, the podcast from North Staffordshire Combined Healthcare. This is another collaborative episode alongside MPFT as part of our Community Mental Health Transformation Programme. And this week, the theme is on co-production and involvement from a service user perspective. So Lisa Williams from MPFT is meeting with a collection of service users and hearing about their experiences of co-production. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to this latest podcast focusing on the transformation of community mental health care. My name is Lisa Williams and I'm joined by some service users who are involved in the transformation at both Midlands Partnership NHS Foundation Trust and North Staffordshire Combined Healthcare. So would you all like to introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Sarah Bloomfield and I'm a service user. Hi, I'm James Shippard and I'm a service user and volunteer. Hello, I'm Sue Tams and I'm a a carer from a husband who was ill for a long time and, and received services from the Mental Health Trust. Hello, I'm Rachel Vickers and I'm a service user. Thank you all for joining today. So we're going to be talking about co-production and involvement from a service user perspective in this podcast. So we'll start off by finding out a little bit more about how you've been involved and why you decided to get involved. So let's start with Sarah. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Um, I initially became involved uh, after being asked to do a patient story video on the Trust um, website. And from that, I was asked to get involved in uh, the Service Users and Carers Council. I've done some input into um, meetings around care planning. And then eventually I was asked if I wanted to do some work on the community transformation uh, future focus project um where i actually did some looked at some of the procurement with um the professionals involved it and it was quite difficult because i'd never done procurement before but it taught me some new skills um and from that it sort of led to the discussions around um which service that we what service we were looking for um, and then currently I'm waiting to be approved as a volunteer to go on to one of the elderly wards. So James, would you like to talk a little bit more about how uh, you got involved and why? Um, well, I've been off work for the past six years with my mental health. And I did used to work as a mental health support worker for Brighter Futures. And it got to the stage where I felt that it was time to see if I could do give something back doing some kind of work-like activity. Um, I wanted to have a sense of purpose and boost my self-esteem. So I thought that um, getting on with some voluntary work would, would help that. And I started working, I've started doing some voluntary work at the Hartlands in a number of different ways. So let's move to Sue, because you talk a little bit more about how you got involved and why. I got involved quite a few years ago through um, my husband because I was asked to come and do some talks about uh, having a member of your family in, involved in um, mental health services and then gradually it's I've got more and more involved over the years and so I was part of the set when we set up the service users in carers council and I'm chairperson of the council at this moment in time thank you 
Thanks, Sue. Um, and Rachel, over to you. Um, I got involved because my CPN thought I might like to sit on um, an interview committee, uh, sorry, an interview, and I um, I was on a few interviews and then I found out about involvement and it's taken it from there, really. I, I also, um, I lost my job as part of my illness and it's given me some, I have to use my brain a bit now, so that's good. Thanks everyone. So yeah, lots of really good reasons um, for why you, why you've got involved. So yeah, thanks for sharing that. So I thought it'd be useful to, to talk about what co-production and involvement is. So co-production and involvement is a way of working that involves people who use health and care services, carers and communities in service in service design, development and delivery. By working together in equal, mutual and caring relationships, we share power and responsibility create, to create a decision or service that, which works for everyone. So done well, co-production and involvement maintains a person-centred perspective, acknowledging that those who use a service are often best placed to help design it. So that is a definition that was um, supplied by um, a colleague within MPFT. So can I just ask all of you um, if that definition resonates with you? I think the definition is certainly the ideal. Um, and it's I suppose it's up to all of us to work towards the ideal and, and ensure that that is happening, that, is, that we're involved from the beginning rather than added in at the end um, uh, when lots of decisions have already been taken. So I think it's the ideal that we ought to work to. Thanks, Sue. So I'll just go to, the, uh, to James and Rachel for the next question. So we'll start with James. Um, how has involvement impacted you personally and why was this important to you? Well, it's impacted me personally because it's enabled me to feel like I'm giving something back to services that have helped me. And this is important because I wanted to use my experience as a service user for a positive outcome and not just have negative connotations with it. And becoming involved in co-production has also improved my life socially by interacting and engaging with more people, volunteers, service users and professionals alike. Um, and it's just it's just boosted my self-esteem, so it's been good all, all, all round. Great, thank you. And um, Rachel, what about you? Well, I, um, as I said before, I, I struggled a bit because I wasn't able to work. And with my illness, I've, got, I've only got better very, very gradually. So it's been quite hard for me. So to have something I can do where people actually listen to what I say, email me regularly so I can get some sort of routine in has been really helpful. Great, thank you. So um, the next question I'd like to, to ask all of you if that's okay. Um, so can you talk about the different ways that you've been involved and how was this experience? So we'll go to Sarah first for this. I've been involved in, in quite a lot of ways. I've, um, like I said, I've done videos. I've actually done uh, a video as well for one of the teams to show them what it's like actually to be a service user that comes into their team. Um, and I think for me, the best bit about the experience is sometimes things don't always go right when you're a service user and it's about being able 
to tell people that this hasn't gone right and hopefully to change things and to change things for the better for other people. Thank you. Um, so let's move to Jane. So um, what have you been involved with and how, how has your experience been? I've been involved in a number of different ways. I've sat on and contributed to some interview panels, interviewing for professional positions at, a lot, at different lots of different levels. Um, this has helped me to see how the selection process works and has given me insight into what makes a successful interview candidate, which is valuable experience for me for future interviews that I might or might not have. I also have um, I also feel that my input was equally valued whilst interviewing and that I was able to make a positive contribution to deciding who gets employed by the trust. I've also been involved in various interactions of wards, both to look at the physical environment and to gain a better understanding of the experience of inpatient of inpatients presently. Um, yeah, I've also sat in on involvement collaborative meetings and service user and care council meetings which I've been able to make decisions on behalf of service users. Sounds good so lots of different um, bits that you've been involved with. Yeah. Um, okay thank you so let's move to Sue so can you tell us about the different ways you've been involved and what your experience has been like? Um, I've been involved in, for, for, as, I, as I said earlier quite a long time. So I've been involved in interview panels, which is really quite uh, useful. Um, the questions that are asked and the answers that are given. And also when you're introduced and they say that you're representing service users and carers, it's some, with some people it certainly gives a different slant to the answers. So that's been interesting to see. Um, I've also done inspections and observations on wards and departments which has been really interesting and uh, it's also been a really positive experience for us. Quite often all we talk about is when things go wrong but <clears throat> when you're on a ward and you see how well people are being looked after and cared for, it, you know, it, it does make you feel good. So that's, that's important, yes. And I, I obviously take part on lots of different meetings and um, involvement with the service users in Carers Council. Thank you. Thank you. So it sounds like a really positive experience for you, Sue. Um, and Rachel, what about you? So yeah, can you talk about your involvement and how your experience has been? My my main involvement is to be the service user representative on a group. Um, recently, I've been the 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 one for the future focus pathway, which is the pathway that's being introduced as um, to try to get service users to be able to only have to deal with a certain people in one place rather than having to go out and get get um, support elsewhere. Um, and as part of that, I've, I've done interviews. We, we've had, um, and that's been quite interesting because the interviews were from Mind and from Changes, which gave me the opportunity of working with people outside outside the uh, mental health system. Um, and I've also been on the steering group, um, which is quite a small group, um, and which is a few couple of service users. And we've been putting together the um, study that's taking place to see how much um, the mental health um, workers have understood about what's happening about transformation. 
that one in particular, I feel like I've done quite a lot of, they've taken quite a lot of notice of what I said. Great, that must be really, um, really nice to, you know, have some direct impact, which mm. actually leads really nicely to my next question. Um, so I'll ask Sarah to begin with it, uh, to begin answering this. So can you tell me, do you feel like you've made an impact through your involvement so far? I think at times impact as a service user or a care is really difficult to see. Um, and I think it can sometimes seem like really slow progress. Um, I often find if you keep repeating yourself eventually it gets through. I th but recently uh, I sat down with the complaints manager and discussed the complaint I'd made and the, the, the decision um, and the way that was given to me. Um, and as part of that, they actually took that on board that actually for a service user, it wasn't actually very good. Um, the fee, the way that it was fed back and that, you know, for somebody that if they had a learning disability or whatever else, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't actually meet their needs. Um, so things are changing with, you know, I was invited to the um, patient experience teams away day to look at that and to look at how things could change and to look how service users could be informed during the process, not just at the beginning and then at the end. And for me, that's made a massive impact for me in the fact that I feel like at last, you know, things have changed for the better for people. Thanks, Sarah. Um, and moving on to James. So what about you? Do you feel like you've made an impact through your involvement? Yeah, I think so. Um, I've directly influenced who's employed um, by the trust and uh, also doing the Observe and Act um, inspections and the place inspections. Um, hopefully I'll have influenced the physical environment in the wards. For example, putting up more artwork and giving it a less clinical feel and hopefully that'll come, come through to fruition. Thank you. And Sue, same question for you. Sometimes it's difficult to see if you have, but then when something is changed because you, that you've been involved in, um, it's it's good to see. And that does happen. Um, I'm sure we do make a difference. Thank you. Thank you, Sue. Um, and so, Rachel, what about you? Do you feel like you've made an impact through your involvement? I think I have made some impact. I, I do think sometimes um, service users are put on groups just to because that's what you're supposed to do and to make up the numbers. Um, but I, I used to work in the NHS and I used to work with a lot of groups there and and actually having service users on on groups um, is actually very rare. So it's been quite a nice change. Great, thanks everyone. Um, so the next question I'll ask um, Sarah first and then I'll come to you, Sue. So how have you found your involvement journey now we've been using Microsoft Teams and Zoom? I feel it's been quite a sort of sharp learning curve because you know, I've never used anything like Zoom or Microsoft Teams before. Um, I'm still learning even now what, what it can do. But I think my concern 
over this period has been how you involve service users that don't have the technology to be able to join uh, Microsoft Teams and Zoom. Now, actually not having face-to-face -face meetings has sort of led to some people being um, not involved when they might have wanted to be involved. Thank you. Um, and Sue, same question to you. I, th I think we were, at, well, I felt at a disadvantage that I was, didn't get that, probably didn't get the support that people that were employed would got uh, to learn how to use Teams. I had used Zoom on, on some occasions, but Teams was a whole new um, experience. Um, but I, I've certainly learned how to use it. And although I'm not really exactly 100% excellent with it, um, I'm certainly a lot better than I was. And um, I think it's been hard for people with teams, especially if you were new and you didn't know anyone, to just to meet people on teams because you don't get the interactions of when people are passing cups around or asking if somebody wants any water. But the, the things that make you feel that you're part of something. So I think you miss out on that with teams. Um, but it is very good and it certainly saves you travelling traveling miles to go to a meeting that's only going to last an hour or something like that. And it takes you uh, an hour to get there and another hour to get back. So from that point of view, it's really good. Great, thanks both. So some positives and negatives there. Um, so I'll come to James for the next question. So do you think we've been able to encourage people to be involved in a way that suits them? Yes, yeah, I certainly um, I've been involved in a way that suits me. Um, I'm hoping to start as a patient safety partner in the new year as a volunteer on the wards, um, which will use my experience as a service user inpatient um, in the past and also as when I was a support worker in my working life. Um, and this, the PSP, Patient Safety Partner, is um, a role where I'll be liaising with families and carers and patients on how to better to keep them safe in hospital, um, um, you know, in a less clinical way. To, so, yes, I think it would use my asset, my abilities. Well. Um, right. So the next question, I'll come to all of you if that's all right. So we'll start with Sarah. So is there anything we can learn from your involvement experience when looking at involvement within the community mental health transformation? I think from my involvement, I've, I've always said that, you know, me being on services and carers council or whatever else or doing the transformation work, I'm just one voice. So I don't see that as a service user voice because I just see that as my voice. And I feel that we need to encourage more people to become involved and to see that they can make a difference. Uh, and actually, it's about forming the services. It's not just about um, sort of becoming um, a service user in the system. It's actually about helping the system to, to form and work better with uh, the people that are there to, do, to look after. Um, and I think that's my thing. It's about actually, you know, the involvement is about getting more people involved, getting more voices, getting people to actually 
say this is what will help me this is how i feel that you know the service should move forward uh, and i think that would be massive thank you and james what about you is there anything that we can learn from your involvement experience so far i think that involvement works in two different ways one it makes my life more fulfilling and satisfying also hopefully it's my experience and my input can be used to improve services for other people. Um, so I hope, I hope that other people would understand the volunteering and getting involved is good in both ways like that. Thanks, James. And Sue, is there anything that we can learn from your experience? Uh, I think from my experience, I mean, I, I'm got the experience of being a carer for a long time. And I think what, uh, what is important is that obviously with the consent of the service user that the, that the family can be involved as much as possible to uh, make the service user's life um, more comfortable in the transitions from when people are in hospital and coming home or in services and out of services. And Rachel, um, same question to you. So can we learn anything from your involvement experience so far? Um, well, I think you can, but I don't know how you would change it. I I get the impression with some of the groups I sit on that that clinical staff seem to be in some places seem to be completely separate. And there's a lot of work going on amongst the non-clinical staff and service users but that the clinical staff aren't involved at all. And or or you've got clinical staff involved, but they don't really know what they should do with the service users. Thank you. That's a really interesting point. So um, hopefully this podcast will help encourage more people to get involved um, after they've had a listen, um, which brings me to the next question, which I'd like to ask all of you, if that's OK. But if you could say one thing to someone who's unsure about getting involved, what would you say to them? The man would be come along and make a difference. Thanks. And what about you, James? I think mine would be take the first step. It doesn't need to be too big, just a small step in the right direction. Um, can influence and improve the service for everyone else as well as you. Thank you. And what about you, Sue? I, I think the first thing is to say, well, give it a go. And there are lots of different ways that people can be involved. So if you can explore the different ways you can be involved, I'm sure you'd find something that you would find a benefit to you and certainly to the service. Thanks, Sue. And Rachel, what about you? Um, well, if you're getting information off the um the website or leaflets or something and you're, you're still not sure is to talk to somebody who knows a bit about what opportunities are available. Thanks all. So for anyone wanting to get involved in the community mental health transformation there are lots of different ways that people can reach out so first of all you could speak to one of the participation and co-production coordinators and you can do this by emailing us so our email address is mh-transformation at mpft.nhs.uk or you can give us a call. So one of the phone numbers is 07972 661 247. 
also we have some involvement leaflets launching in January. So you can pick up one of these leaflets from um, a clinician or if you see them around, you can scan the QR code with your phone on some of the leaflets and this QR code will take you directly to an online form. So you can fill that out, um, talk about how you want to get involved and then one of our participation and co-production coordinators will get in touch with you. So that's all from us for this Community Mental Health Transformation podcast. Thank you so much to our guests, Sarah, James, Sue and Rachel. Really appreciate your time today. And of course, thank you to our listeners for tuning in. Thanks for listening to this latest episode of the Combinations podcast. You've just been listening to a joint podcast episode we've put out with Midlands Partnership Foundation Trust about the community mental health transformation programme and service user involvement. To listen to other Combinations podcast episodes, you can visit Spotify, Apple Music and SoundCloud and search for Combined Healthcare NHS Trust. Mm -hmm.